welcome, welcome to the Sim Podcast. I'm your co-host, Eric, and I'm always joined by my co-host, Ron. What up, Ron? What's going on? Where we talk about, discuss, and argue, and sometimes agree on the pro football every week, including the regular season, including the playoffs. Let's go. Okay, Ron, week number four, the NFL. Uh, how do you feel about this week? Um, how do I feel about week four? I'm still recovering from week three, to be honest with you. It was such a shitty week for all of our teams, Red Sox included, by the way. Um, I'm still in recovery mode, to be quite honest. Yeah, it wasn't a good week for anyone that we cheer for, that we are fans of. Everyone got beaten pretty bad, um, but I would say that out of all everyone getting beat up, we finally have a new number one team. Am I wrong? No, no, you're right. Um, you know, the Rams obviously are the top team uh, in the NFL. That was a pretty decent game last week between them and the Bucks. Uh, not surprised that the uh, the Bucks lost that game. A little surprised at the the score and how quickly they got out of it. But um, you know, it's it's still early. Lots of games left, so you know, you never know what's going to happen. Yeah, that was a good game. Do you think that was a preview of the championship game or no? It could be. You know, we'll see what kind of injuries uh, happen the rest of the year. I know the Bucks have had quite a few already, um, especially on defense. Um, so they got to improve in order to really have a chance to make a run deep into the playoffs. Um, but, you know, we'll see. I think the Rams have the upper hand. They're fairly healthy. Uh, their offense is definitely, you know, clicking. Um, you know, they stay healthy. They're gonna, they're the team to beat right now, for sure. Yeah, they were pretty dominant. Although I think you can still run on them, but the Bucks weren't in about that life. Uh, before we get into the show, let's quickly do some things uh, in the news uh, number one thing that I saw was that the Bucks picked up Richard Sherman uh, what do you think about that I know they're decimated in the DBs but what do you think yeah we I think I mentioned this last week we talked about it a little, a little bit I know they were, had been in conversations with him for a while um, you know I think it was this is kind of a desperation move at this point they have too many injuries in the secondary, two guys down on injury reserve, uh, plus money else got hurt last week. So they had no choice but to, to bring somebody in. I think, you know, hopefully Richard Sherman is in good shape and he can give them uh, some help, um, at least for a few games during the season. You know, we'll see. I think a lot of teams have kind of uh, not turned their backs on, on uh, Richard, but, you know, he's at that age now where... I don't know if he's necessarily going to be the, a top cover guy. Obviously, he can still come up and, and tackle people. But what we're lacking, what the Bucks are lacking right now, is uh, the ability to cover people in the secondary. Um, and that's compounded by the fact we haven't been able to get any sort of uh, pass rush e- either. So you need people to really be able to cover. So you're not at all concerned about his off-field issues at all? Not really. Um 
you know, I I haven't really followed it too closely, to be quite honest. Um, I think, you know, whatever has happened, um, you know, I, I, I know the Bucks will, will, you know, keep it professional and look beyond that. They've done that already with AB, so I'm not overly concerned with what he does off the field. Well, I'm not, I'm not too concerned about it. Well, because in Sherman's situation, I don't think that the NFL has gone through and looked at it first. They're going to wait for the court stuff to be over before they do an investigation. So they're not... Basically, he's going to play for the Bucks at least for one year, and then all the other stuff will come afterwards. Unlike Deshaun Watson, what's, I mean, what's the difference? Because they both have legal cases against them. But one is playing and the other one isn't. So... What's going on with Deshaun Watson? Then? Uh, I don't know right now. I don't think anyone really knows. I think it, it's safe to say that the NFL has kind of given Houston an, um, uh, an ultimatum. And, they, they, you know, they said you basically need to not make sure he's inactive and don't play him. And if you do, if you try to play him, that then we're going to either suspend him, which makes him not tradable at that point, or, um, you know, I don't know what. So they, they're kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place right now. I think they should have, you know, early on, as soon, you know, when the news started to break, do whatever they could to just kind of get rid of him. Um, but now it just seems like they're just going to play the, the long game, wait for him to go throughout the entire season not playing and see what they can get next year. Yeah, this, this is, uh, I know that one size fits all when it comes to off the field issues, but this one is, you know, again, the Bucks are desperate, so... And $2 million is still a lot of money. I mean, to me anyways. Uh, on the injury news, uh, the Patriots lose James White. He's out for the season with a hip injury. And they just traded Sonny Michel to L.A. before the season started. So what's going go, What's going to happen with the Patriots? That's a good question. I don't know what they have done yet at this point. I don't think much in terms of like figuring out a replacement for James. Um, you know, they, they are pretty solid in terms of their running backs. I think, I mean, James obviously was a third down back for them. Um, so they'll need someone uh, to come in and be a third down player. But I think they'll, you know, for the most part with what they're trying to do on offense, they should be, you know, okay. I don't think it's going to be a, necessarily a, a huge loss. I think that he was kind of like the veteran on that team uh, as far as the running backs go. And when you lose, because he wasn't just a good uh, pitch pitch out, short short out for Mac Jones, but he was also kind of like teaching the ropes to the young ones. And uh, I think they're going to miss that. So I don't know what they're going to do about that. Uh, it looks like James, uh, sorry, not James, but James uh, Julio Jones and AJ Brown are going to be out against the Jets. Is that going to even matter? Against the Jets, I, I would think not. It's kind of, you know, it does suck to lose your both of your top receivers. Um, I now I don't think against the Jets they'll necessarily need them. They can go in, I think, and just just uh, focus on running the ball with uh, Derrick Henry and. And they should be able to, to, to win that game, regardless of whether or not what receivers are playing. Yeah, I don't think it'll be a big, big 
loss for them. If you know, and the injuries stay from week to week. If they're losing long term, then maybe we can talk about that later. But for now, I think they'll be good, especially against the Jets. I mean, come on now. Maybe the line will move a little bit, but I still expect the Titans to win. Yeah, and there's still time for these guys to uh, get healthy. I don't know. I know they have not necessarily been ruled out just yet, so we'll see if, if either of them can actually take the field. Okay, well, that's your in the news for September 29th, 2021. I got two, two Pat fans for this review. And then you and Steve are kind of like hybrid Bucks fans. Yep. So, you know, we got the best of both worlds right here. So. I think it is a so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They, it is so. <laughs> so, uh, without further ado, I'm going to introduce a longtime friend, friend of the podcast, all the way from St. Petersburg, Florida. We got Steve on the line. What's going on, fellas? And then our guest number two, longtime friend of the pod, all the way from Baltimore, Maryland. We got Doc. What up, Doc? <laughs> What's happening? All right. <laughs> so we're going to do this real quick. Like last week, the Bucks went against the Rams. Uh, what you what you thought about that game, the Bucks against the Rams on last week, Steve? What do you think? Oh man, I thought you know, uh, I thought that the Rams, man, they actually surprised me a little bit. You know, I mean, obviously, you know, they have a good defense; they definitely do have that. And uh, I'm just surprised to see Stafford doing as well as he is. But it's a new system, um, but. I think that the Rams, I mean, they show that they're, you know, they're a contender for the NFC West. You know, one of the top NFC teams right now, you know, through uh, three games. So I give them credit for the win. You know, I thought the Bucks, you know, they've had their issues with uh, some injuries. Obviously, their secondary is lacking. And I think Stafford showed that, showed that weakness. But uh, no, I mean, no, one's, no one's actually getting crazy in Tampa or Tampa area. They're not, they're not freaking out about that right now. You know? <laughs> Doug, what, what did you think about the game last week, Bucks against Rams? Did you ask me? Yeah, what do you think about that? Um, like like Steve said, I was surprised how good Stafford played, um, being that it's only you know week two into a brand new system. Um, I mean, the, the Rams defense looks looks pretty good. I mean, I have to say. Uh, I think um, they gave Brady all kinds of problems. So hopefully the Patriots took some notes of what <laughs> did right, but we'll see. <laughs> well, last week I said that, you know, the Rams were going to lay out the blueprint for the Patriots. I don't think the Patriots have a good defense as, as the Rams do, but Ron, is there a blueprint that the Rams did for the rest of the league? Yeah, throw the ball. Like Steve said, we got like there's way too many injuries in the secondary. And what's more concerning, Steve, I don't know if you feel this way, is the uh, 
pass rush rush has been like non-existent. I was just looking at the stats and they are dead last in sacks. Only three sacks for the whole season. You talking about the Bucks? The Bucks. So if you're not getting any pressure and your secondary's banged up, it's no wonder these guys like Dak and you know Stafford and I forgot who else they played, but no, it's no wonder they're going off. They play they play the Atlanta Falcons and they put 300 yards passing on the Bucks, so I don't know if are the Bucks. They're not playing the defense that we saw last, well, at the end of last year anyway. And I think that it's true. They, it's not the same defense. Maybe it's early in the season. Maybe they'll gel and start dominating like they did last year. But I mean, you you run you send this to me that the Bucks are averaging 30 points a game. 39 points a game that's ridiculous that's a lot of points yeah it's not, the problem is not going to be the bucks offense i think that the offense can hang with anybody yeah they didn't you know they only put up 24 against the the rams they just couldn't keep keep up um that game was like to me it was just a i don't know why they didn't run the ball more um i think brady threw it i don't have it in front of me he probably threw like 50 times and and uh 55 times it looks like and um, between Jones and Fournette, they only had like nine carries. It didn't make any sense because the one thing I think you can do against the Rams is it was run, and they didn't do that at all. And they let the game get out of hand. I think it got, got out of hand quickly. The defense allowed it to get out of hand, and they kind of just, uh, you know, abandoned the running game altogether. But you can't, uh, you know, that was just not, a, I think, a good game plan offensively for the Bucks in that game. And I think they'll adjust hopefully when they go play the Pats this week. Well, let's let's talk about the Pats because they played the Saints last week and I actually thought that it was going to be competitive game and they might pull it out, but I was wrong, wrong. What what do you think, Doc? What happened with the Pats last week? Uh, well, I mean, James White going down was was huge. That is uh, you know, that's every quarterback's favorite outlet. So him going down, you know, that I don't think they have a backup plan for without James White because, you know, you, years past, we, we had running backs, that, you know, the hybrid running back that we, that we could plug in, you know, if, if James White ever did go down. We don't have that this year, you know. So I, I, I think that was a huge thing. I think Johnny Smith had a terrible game. Um, and that, that, you know, that comes with learning a new offense and, you know, trying to be where you're supposed to be. So I think I think from that, you know, Mac Jones, he made some a few mistakes, but, you know, rookie mistakes, kind of stuff that, you know, you, you, you can live with. You know, I, I think the Saints also, they were coming off a loss. They kind of were, you know, they were trying, they're trying to, you know, keep atop their division. So they... They came in ready to play. Yeah, I mean, the the Saints' defense is actually a decent defense. I kept waiting for Winston to throw picks, but he didn't. Right. He mm-hmm. actually played a good game. Steve, <laughs> uh, what, Steve, they lost James White. They traded Sony Michelle to L.A. Oh. So now it's going to be Harris, Stevenson, and Bolden, I guess. <laughs> So who's gonna, basically, oh. who's gonna who's gonna catch the ball out of the field now? Right. 
Man, I man, I don't know. We were sitting here a month ago talking about we had such a deep backfield. You know, obviously we were hoping that James White would be a key part of that. But um, I don't know. That it was discouraging. It was discouraging to see you know that game on Sunday because there's no way you can let Jameis interception and Winston come into Foxborough, you know, and actually win that game. Because I'm pretty sure we all, I'm pretty sure in the preseason picks, we all had Saints losing that game. We, and, uh, Ron, you you were the only one that picked the Saints to win. Mm-hmm. So what did you see? What did you see that we didn't? Well, so... I don't know if it's anything I necessarily saw. I think I had a little bit more faith in Jameis that he wouldn't, they wouldn't allow him to make a mistake there in New England. Um, I thought he, they'd keep him under wraps a little bit with the play calling. I think Kamara had close to dang near 25, 26 carries or something like that. So again, I look at these games and I, I, you know, I'm looking at what coaches do the right things and the Pats, 51 passes by Mac Jones and six carries by Damien Harris. That is like, to me, that's a fireable offense. That's just asinine. And, um, and just I didn't remember, watch, remember that they got down by fourteen points. It doesn't matter. You know, you they can't, can't run ab- the boy. They're down fourteen. Points. Fourteen is not a lot. You know, you got a whole game to like catch up. You gotta, you gotta keep running the ball. And you can't just a Damien Harris is to me is the best player on offense. Um, so you got to get figure out how to get him the ball. You know, you got to run the ball. You got to keep – you can't have New Orleans just pinning their ears back and going after him and forcing those uh, those mistakes. So I just think it was just a bad game plan. Um, I did think the Saints would win. I thought it was going to be a lot closer, to be honest. I didn't anticipate Mac Jones making some of those mistakes, and I know some of them weren't his fault or whatever. But the Saints are a good team. Like you said, the de- their defense is good. Uh, offensively, you got Kamara, and then like the receivers are, aren't that bad, even with like Michael Thomas out. So, you know, it, are they going to be uh, make some noise in the playoffs? Not, I don't think so, but they'll they have a good chance to to get there. So, well, before we talk about the playoffs, and this was one of the questions that I had for you guys. Um, so, Doc, are you enjoying the Mac Jones era this first couple of games? Ooh, well. <laughs> so, I'm a Cam Newton fan. I'm gonna say that. Number one, okay. And I'm not reason, mad at you because I was I was rooting for Cam too. The reason I say that is I feel like the Patriots are gonna get what they deserve because you you know if you look at the if you just look at the history of the Patriots, you know, running with rookie quarterbacks doesn't happen you look at all these other teams that have you know tried with their rookie quarterbacks and you know and you see what you see what's happening in the league right now um the, the young quarterbacks that are doing good are the two-year quarterbacks not the first-year quarterback and i think that uh i i don't know what happened i think they kind of listened to the fans a lot as far as the cam newton thing goes but what was wrong with Running him for one more year and letting Mac Jones watch. Okay, so with that said, I got you know I had to get past that. <laughs> that was a tough. 
that was a tough pill to swallow because I didn't understand how we're going to go through a season with with Hoyer and and uh, and Matt Jones because Matt Jones is going to get hurt. The way he got hit this past week, mm-hmm. he's going to get hurt for sure. Let me tell you, every every game that they play, they played three games so far. Mac Jones has been hit more than nine times each game. Right. Uh, I think he got sacked three times against the Saints. He he's for a quarterback for a rookie quarterback. He's getting hit way too many times. I Wait. thought I thought that line, the offensive line, was going to be better. I know that they don't have Trent Brown right now, but come and on, guys, do better. Right, and and I think it also goes with the. That we're we've always been a very arrogant organization, and especially on the coach level, where they think that they can just put in anybody they want, and it works, you know. I, and I feel like at this point, it's coming to bite them. You know, our front seven was supposed to be the best, you know, one of the best in football, right? I haven't seen anything. Like, yeah, so I mean. I, I, I'm very disappointed three games with the offensive line as a fan anyway. Very disappointed. I think Mac Jones is doing the best he can for a rookie. Uh, Steve, you are enjoying the Mac Jones era or what's what's the deal? You you okay or you want to camp? Uh I'm not gonna I'm not gonna change my opinion from our pre, you know, like our preseason, you know, podcast. But obviously, it would have been smart to at least have kept Cam there, let him at least see what he could do. And you know, if you want to give the kid a start, maybe I don't know, six, seven weeks in, if Cam's not doing it, you know, at least he still has a veteran who's been an MVP. You know, uh, has been to the playoff numerous times. I think he could have learned a lot more from him than just, you know, over, you know, parts of the spring and the summer. Um, but you have to look at it last week. I mean, the kid threw, he, he was 30 for 51. I mean, 51. I mean, that's the highest. I think he threw, I think he was 30. I think he had 30 passes in his first game or no, 39 in his first game. I think 30 in his second game and then 51 passes. Right. Asking a lot from a rookie especially when we don't have a running game to support that pass and we don't really have the receivers to support that yep i mean to be honest and we we always knew that this receiving core was garbage and (laughs) and i know that when we had the uh, preseason podcast keith my uh relative long-lived relative keith he tried to sell us that he no, we got good receivers, but we knew well. We knew this team's history with good receivers. Ron, you were a big Mac Jones fan coming out of college, Alabama, blah blah blah. Uh, what 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 is he doing right or what is he doing wrong? Yeah, I'm still a Mac Jones fan, but I am I'm with everybody else. I think getting rid of Cam was the wrong decision. Didn't make any sense. There was no need to put him in that position I don't think I think you could have um, had him sit for the year at least you know for a few games during the season um, and not necessarily just throw him out there and 51 passes again is inexcusable to give your running back only six carries that makes no sense 
uh, at all. Um, having said that, though, I'm still comfortable with how he's playing. I don't think the sky is necessarily falling. It, no. They're they're one point, two points away from being two and one versus one and two. So, you know, it's not all gloom and doom. I think they they have some time. They're gonna lose this week. Let's just say that they're gonna lose this week against the Bucks. But they got time to like turn things around. They just gotta play a lot smarter. Um, you know, and they got They do have to do a little bit better on on defense uh, as well. So, Ron, you think that this team can still make the playoffs? I do. You know, I think they can overcome a one and four start. I had them going two and two to start. Um, now it looks like it might be one and four, but I, I still think they can overcome it. Again, it just needs to be. I'm not changing my opinion. I, I think I had them at 11 wins. They. I also said, though, that Damien Harris has to have a thousand yards uh, at the end of the season. And I don't know where he's at or what he's on pace with right now, but they got to figure out how to get him the damn ball. You know. I mean, he's, he has 176 yards right now mm-hmm. uh, through three games. So, you know, he might be he might get 900, 800 by the time everything's done. Uh, Buck, uh, sorry, Doc, do you think this is a playoff team? Um, I, I'm going to say no, because, um, there's, there's two reasons. Number one is that we put a lot of money, invest a lot of money in our defense, especially the front seven. And, and, you know, if they, if they do something this week, then I'll, 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 I'll say it's contingent on this week. If, if they show me something, we don't even have to necessarily win, but if they show me something that they can actually stop somebody, because like you guys said, Tampa hasn't really been running the ball well. And um, if, if we can't stop the pass when the, on a team that doesn't run the ball well, then we're in definite trouble. And more so, importantly, if you can't score on a defense that's not playing well and their secondary is banged up, Right. You know, that that's gonna obviously be a, some concern there too. Yeah, I mean, you know, when I was looking at the stats for this matchup, I the thing with Mac Jones is I think they knew that they weren't gonna score a lot of points. That's why the Patriots invested so much in the defense. But this is not like an elite defense. It's not the Ravens' defense. It's not like no. you know. It's not gonna you know score points and just zero out people's team or 10 points seven points i think that with the mac jones having the training wheels all season this is not a playoff team this is maybe if they get six wins seven wins max but it's not a playoff team uh i'm just being realistic steve you are more hopeful you think this is a playoff team I, I, I definitely said I was hopeful, um, but I mean, I'm, one of the conversations we had had before was like, you know, if the Patriots don't have a good year, where does where does the where does the buck stop? And we all most of us agree that it stops with Belichick, and everyone, you know, genius defensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, you know, he won rings with the Giants, you know, and I'm not saying we've had some good defenses over the years. But 
we've never really had a consistent defense for a number of years together, you know? And for someone who is a defensive mind and some say the best coach of all time, isn't it time for his ass to step up? You know, isn't it time for him to step up and make sure that we have a better defense on the field? I know coaches aren't on the field, but damn, you're the GM. You know, you're making the decisions and you have to answer for it. So I think that when we looked at our schedule at the beginning of the year, our schedule can still let us make the playoffs. But, you know, we can't lose to... I'm sorry, we can't lose to the Saints, though. You know, with a Jameis Winston, knowing you can get an interception every other pass he throws. You put a good, if you if you disguise it and confuse him enough. You know, so, he, he, here, here's what I'll say about the Patriots defense. I think they, I don't know if, I don't know what your definition of elite is, but I think they're damn good. They're a bend, don't break team. And take away last this last game right they they only gave up 17 probably shouldn't have given up that much to the dolphins but they did they gave up six to the jets and then the saints they, they got three freaking turnovers so if you're throwing the ball away giving the the opponent the ball all the time they're gonna eventually figure out how to score i'm not saying the patriots defense are paying playing perfect um you know there's obviously some opportunity to fix some things but again i don't think necessarily the sky is falling I, I i think there's still some hope with that with the team they're in much better shape than my steelers i tell you that so um oh that's very true <laughs> that, but i mean i think the secondary part is that our secondary was supposed to be we're supposed to be ball hawks and the fact that winston came in and that, did he throw an interception at all nope <laughs> that's crazy yeah I that's mean, surprising i was expecting a, a a, least, a typical Jameis mistake. At least, I mean, J.C. Jackson has what two, three interceptions already this year. So I mean, that's but, but Jameis only the only the, the thing is he only completed thirteen passes too. Right, that's true. Well, that's because he, there was a pick six in there thrown in there. That's what I'm saying. So I mean, I'm looking at the schedule after Tampa. They play at Houston, which. We say we're gonna say it's a win, right? Yeah, but then okay. they 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 got Dallas next. Ooh, that's tough. That's, that's tough. In, in Dallas? No, it's Dallas comes to uh, New England. That's winnable, but it's tough. It's gonna be tough the way Dak Prescott is playing. Right. We got the New York Jets, which is winnable, but then they fly out to the Chargers. Ooh, that, that's a tough. Then they go to Carolina, and we still don't know what Carolina is. I know they lost McCaffrey, but we still don't know if Carolina's a good team. Their they, defense, their defense is good, but they haven't played anybody yet. No. This week they are though. Uh, they then they got Cleveland in New England. So I mean, they're they're one in two right now. They're about to go one in three against the Bucks. Unless Brady has an out of body experience, which I doubt. Uh, so they're gonna go one and three. They're gonna go two and two and three against Houston. We're gonna say that Dallas game is a loss, so they they're two and four. They win against the Jets, then three and four. They lose against the Chargers, 
now they're three and five. I don't know. They're but not. They're they're gonna have to steal some games, and I don't know if it's the Chargers or the Panthers. Down the road, they got the Colts. To me, they should be able to beat the Colts. Uh, you know, they got the Titans. They they got the Bills. Yeah, I don't know if they'll get swept. They may get swept by the Bills. But they got the Jags and Dolphins. So it, it the schedule's not still not that bad. It's not that bad. No. But I'm just saying, are they waiting till the end of the schedule to like start winning? Or they should be winning right now. Yeah, and again, they could. They, they should be two and one. They blew that first game, in my opinion. They blew. They that did first game. blew that first game because they should have won that first game. Gotta win the home game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't go zero and two in the first three three weeks of the season at home. That's no. unacceptable. No, that that's the part that I mean. I think Foxborough will will help them win the Dallas game. I think that is the pinnacle game, really, to see where the season's gonna go. We could pull that game. I think. I agree. You know. I agree, one hundred percent. Dallas will let us know because Dallas defense is. Not really that good, but their offense is off the chart. Right. So by that game, which is week week six, we should get Gilmer back. I don't know what kind of shape he'll be in, but he should be back on the team, and that should shore up the defensive back a little bit. Even though the DBs are not that bad. No, we're really good in the secondary. I think. I no. think if we got. Or pressure on the quarterback that would make them even better mm-hmm. but you know I think that will come together I think you know this if you look at it they're relatively brand new so you know this is we got a rookie up there we have you know someone we got from Miami who, you know yeah he knows the system but I think uh, I think in a couple weeks we should start to see them mesh <laughs> so, this this game against the Bucks, what do you guys predict as the final score? Just keep in mind that the line right now is at six and a half. Uh, they're giving the Patriots six and a half points. I think it's a ten point game. I think it's thirty eight twenty eight bucks. I, I really do, and don't forget, Tom. Tommy's coming you, to town. Wait, wait, Steve. You think that the Patriots scored twenty-eight points? I, I'm just. Everyone's gonna look. Everyone. I guarantee this week at practice, you know, for both teams is not going to be fun. I think they're both teams are going to be focused. But I think at the end of the day, I think we will probably put together one of our best games. But Tommy's. I don't see him coming into Foxborough and leaving without a W. I just don't see it. I think he is just. He's ready. I mean, he he wants to get some love from the fans, and then he wants to basically. He ain't getting none. No love. Oh, he's getting he's getting plenty <laughs> of love until that whistle, until the, until the game starts, he'll get all kind of love, and then he'll boo the hell out. But I didn't I didn't send you this, Doug. But there's a video that I sent these guys where everyone outside of Gillette Stadium is saying, "Brady, come back, Brady, we miss you." Bra- they they're still wearing Bra- uh, Tom Tom Brady's jerseys. Uh, he, he's he's gonna get a standing ovation. Respect. They got, they, I don't have any hate towards Brady at all. Me neither. No, no I, I, listen. This guy won six Super Bowls. Why would I hate the guy? 
you no, well, you you been kind of hey, you you wanted him to fail last year in Tampa. You know you st- you were very vocal about that last thanks, year. Thanks, Steve. Oh, <laughs> and Ron can attest to that. You yes. were hate all last year. And yeah, right. uh, don't forget that motherfucker Bill Belichick. What did he want to do? He wanted to get rid of his ass mm-hmm. when Garoppolo was the heir apparent. Yes, I was definitely hating on him because I didn't want, I didn't want him to get that Super Bowl. But then when he got in the playoffs, I was like, you know what? They he worked hard for it, right. and I he changed. Didn't, he didn't. He didn't walk away from the team like, oh, I just want to leave because you're not paying me enough. And you know, Bill did not want him there. The only reason why he made it past that whole Garoppolo thing was Robert Kraft was the one who stepped in and said, no, you're keeping Tom, and then he be more Super Bowls. I mean that's that's what happened. That's just the fact. I mean I can't be mad at, at like like you said Brady won Super Bowl. We wouldn't even be talking about the Patriots right now if it wasn't for Tom Brady. Correct. Right? Yeah, that's why you know I was feeling like he tr- betrayed. But then when I started reading, then when I saw all this stuff comes out about him not getting a contract extension, about. Yeah. The Patriots low balling him all the time. He's taking pay cuts, but they're not using the money to get talent on the team. I was like, you know what? He deserves to be mad at Bill Belichick because they did him wrong. Yeah, they did. They did. Now here's the thing, though. He's gonna come into to Foxborough, and like like Steve said, their all practice has been tough all week. All now, week. What kind of game does that remind you of? Remind you of either. The playoff championship or the Super Bowl, and what happens in those games? There's not much offense. Like I believe that this is going to be a low-scoring game, and I think that it's going to be close. And I think it's going to take a field goal to win. Mm-hmm. That's that's kind of it where I'm seeing it. You're saying Vegas is wrong. I'm this... saying Vegas is wrong because here's why. Here's why. Remember Belichick. As much as you know, we talk about this, but they practiced against Brady for years. They know yeah. exactly yeah. what he does. They right. know his tendencies. It doesn't matter to players. They know exactly his thought process. That's the key. You know what? You can know the players, but Patriots didn't have like Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, AB, and all those guys on the field. You know, playing against them. So. I, I see, I see both teams. To be honest with you, correcting some things from last week and putting up some points. I think both. If you look at both Brady and Belichick, they're coming off losses, and I think they're going to put extra attention to fixing whatever broke last this past week, yeah. and they're going to be extra motivated this week, regardless of what they say, you know, in public to the media or whatever. They're going to want to fix whatever happened last week and come out with with a w so i i think the game may will be competitive initially when i when we looked at this Cyric at the beginning of the year i thought this was going to be over by halftime um i you know i don't see that being um the result anymore i think it's going to be a little bit closer uh, but i i still think the you know the bucks are just in terms of talent well, there's more talent on the bucks than than the patriots they're going to figure out a way to the, the over under is 49 points so ron what what do you think what do you predict the final score will be I, i'm saying the bucks will get 34 but the patriots will also will get 26 
I think the Patriots will come out and be able to score against our secondary, especially if there's no pass rush on the Bucks, which there isn't right now. I think uh, Mac, Mac and the rest of the team should be able to figure out how to score 20-something points. So is, you're is, saying that Paul, it's about 60 points. So they're going to be over. 34, is Peter 60. Paul playing this week? Does anyone know if Peter Paul's playing? Who? JPP, that's a good question, yeah. and uh, I know he was out last week. I guess he's, is that he's playing, but how much of a difference that makes, I, I don't know. Because that collectively, that whole line besides um, Vita Vea, they've been playing like shit at D line. They're not getting any pressure whatsoever, and it's been yeah. the most disappointing thing about to me about the Bucks. You know, forget the se- I know the secondary has some injuries or whatever, but that D line, I don't know what the hell happened. Um, I don't know what's going on with our, you know, with our. Uh, the ends and our linebackers it makes no sense is that dude still missing a finger dude dude, it's, it, dude i saw this in the preseason game right because he wasn't playing or if y'all anyone else saw it it's a, the camera panned to him right and he literally has like he's missing like one and a half fingers like right here you know i don't kind of and dude, the dude still gets like 10 sacks that's the that's the no, crazy thing right he still gets scary. 10 but but I, I literally I paused I I put the as I'm on, on the DVR I paused it and I'm like look at that motherfucker's hand and it's like this is the motherfucker on July 4th who wants to you know blow his shit up you know and bucks up his new contract with the Giants you know but he is great though and he's a hometown boy here he played at USF he great career at USF uh, Raymond James is his home that's his home field you know and he's definitely I mean he's a great player that's why I think that he can get he can create some pass rush and uh, everyone's motivated to speak. This is not, like we all said, it's not going to be easy to practice. This is not fun and games. No one's going to be joking around at all, all week long. It's a complete, this is like a, it's a playoff game. It's a playoff game. It's exactly that. It's a playoff game that people are going to be, everyone is going to come out. People ain't going out this week doing a little extra drinking and partying. I guarantee everyone is focused on this game because it's so important to both teams to get a W here. Well, they're saying that on the injury report that JPP is doubtful, but the coach sees him playing. Rob Gronkowski is questionable with the rib injury. He didn't practice on Wednesday, but he'll play. Antonio Antonio Brown is out. He might be eligible, though. He was on that COVID COVID Yeah, COVID list. He should be back. So this is the thing is that I don't think that it's gonna be a high-scoring game. I'm, I'm more, I'm more in the in the dark camp. I think that it's gonna be a low-scoring game. I just don't see um, New England winning this game. So I'm gonna go with like 21-21-14 or 21-17 for Tampa Bay. Uh, and they're gonna they're gonna pull out the win, but I don't think it's gonna be a blowout. Now, wouldn't no. that be a win though for the if they hold it to four points or whatever? Don't you guys consider that a win for the for the Patriots? No, not, still not, not <laughs> I, I know it's a loss, but we just and talked about they still one in three after. Yeah, this. I get it, but right. we just talked about show me some stuff, right? Isn't that showing you? That they can potentially compete and make a, a run into the playoff if, if they hold it to like four or five points. I mean, I got them losing by like, uh, you know, what, eight points? Yeah. Um, so, Which isn't, isn't bad, but we, man, we, we win. We don't like, 
to lose and and try to get like ask Bill Belichick that after the game. Getting <laughs> <laughs> out of this loss, <laughs> he he gonna laugh. So I, see, I, just, I, I this is the game. This is a game where the defense, the New England defense, needs to put up or shut up. Right. You know, are they gonna be good? Are they gonna have dumb penalties? Are they gonna be like dominant, or are they still gelling? It's early in the season, blah blah blah. I, I, to me, this is a test. If you can't hang with the Bucks, then you can't hang with the rest of the league because you got the Chiefs, who are high-scoring uh, offense. The Chargers are coming up. You got Las Vegas Raiders. All of a sudden, they're like the Raiders from the seventies and eighties. They're just that chucking will, it up. That will fall apart. No problem. <laughs> yes, I, that is, you know, they'll lose games that you're like, why did they lose this game? But they're still chucking it up. So I think this is, you they know, have one receiver. Did you have you noticed that one receiver? Oh, Waller. Talking about Waller. Yeah, that's it. How are they winning games? But that's that's why I keep going back. It's a long season. I don't think the sky is falling. You talked about teams that are getting better. There's teams getting worse. Like the Colts are 0-3. The Dolphins, have, they're no good. You know, there's there's opportunity there. The Steelers, look at the Steelers. We may not win the next four weeks, right, with our schedule. Um, so there's there's opportunity for them to sneak in. Well, know. it's it's a good thing that you brought up the Steelers because <laughs> last week they played Cincinnati. And, Ron, I know – Every Steelers game, you take notes. What happened with the Steelers last week? Same thing that happened the first couple games. You know, our offense did not show up at all. And I've been, you know, I've been giving like Big Ben the benefit of the doubt here. But that dude, you got it's so funny. We're like the our situations, the Pats and the Steelers, like polar opposites because you have Bill rushing to get rid of Brady, which no one wanted, obviously, because Brady is still in his prime and winning Super Bowls. And then you got the Steelers, like, doing everything possible to keep an aging quarterback that had nothing left at the end of last season. So we're all like, you know, what the hell are are the Steelers doing keeping Big Ben around? Not just keeping him around, but not having a backup plan behind him. So, you know, the Steelers offensively, um, they're screwed. They they are up Shit's Creek because they got a a quarterback who can't move, not just outside the pocket, can't move inside the pocket. Um, they can't figure out how to, you know, give Najee more than like 10 carries a game for some reason. They haven't figured that out yet. And on defense, just like, uh, you know, some of these other teams, you know, they, they're having issues with attrition now. You know, you got a lot of players who, who've been hurt. You know, I know TJ's coming back this week. I think Joe Hayden's going to play and some other guys are starting to come back now. But, you know, that defense is not going to be the same with all the injuries. But, um, you know, last week, I think last week changed my mind on where this team is going. I had them winning 11 games. There's no way they're making the playoffs. And just looking at their schedule next four weeks, I don't see them winning any of those games. Um, The thing that makes me bad about the Steelers is you wasted a first round pick on Najee Harris. Supposedly, he was going to run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. And all he's doing is blocking, blocking, one catch, TD. Wow. He's trying to take care of the old man in the backfield. I mean, I didn't think, honestly, that Ben, I thought Ben had a lot of time off to 
heal up and lose weight, I thought he would honestly look a lot better mm -hmm. this year than he has. And I actually, let's say Pouncey retired. I thought Ron, correct me if I'm wrong, I thought Pouncey retired. Mm -hmm. He did. When, Ron, when Pouncey retired, I thought that he should have just packed it up at the center and been like, hey. I I'm think out. everybody thought that. I thought that's what was happening, but apparently not. Ben didn't get the memo. <laughs> you know. <laughs> to me, it's like, you know, I mean, I don't. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm a Pats fan, so I don't want to see the Steelers win Super Bowls. But you know what? I like when they're competitive every year because you know it makes for better. You know, it makes for for better games because you know we always we play them a lot here in Foxborough or at Heinz Field. Um, but I I didn't expect this from Ben, and it's actually kind of sad to see it because he he has two rings, and it's like he's he's just like trying to hang on. It's yeah. This it's, this it's, it's worse. It's wor this situation is worse to me than how Drew Brees looked when you know when Brees was obviously past his prime and could no longer throw past like ten yards. You know, Ben looks way older. For some reason, he just can't move. He can't make the throw. Not to just make the throws, he's failing to even make the reads to throw to the right guys. It's like the game has all of a sudden just got way too you know much faster for him than than he's used to, and he just can't keep up. And going back to like Najee, because Sir keeps saying this has been bothering me. He keeps like <laughs> jumping on Najee Harris. The dude is like, if if you don't think Najee Harris is like a top ten, to top fifteen back in this league, then you you don't know football because the dude can play. Fourteen catches, Listen, hundred something yards. I don't. It's watch, not his fault that the damn coach. I don't. I keeps don't calling watch. Pass, I don't watch games. NCAA football at all. <laughs> at all. I'm. I'm like. Listen, it, I avoid it. I avoid it like the plague. It's so not. It's not Najee's fault. It's the fact that you drafted him a number one, and you made a prediction of he's a top ten in this league, and no, he's a he's more like a top bottom ten. If you <laughs> if you draft Peyton Manning but keep him on your bench, then man, what you know? What do you say? If you 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 draft like Barry Sanders, but he's like second straight, it doesn't matter. Like. And and the, the crazy thing is like it's it was ownership, not the GM, not Tomlin. It was ownership that said, "Yo, you better not finish in last place rushing the ball. That ain't gonna happen." And that's why they went out and got Harris. But it it, it goes to show you, it doesn't matter who you have, right? If you just don't have uh, the culture on your team to say, "Hey, we're just gonna we're gonna punch the ball down your throat." Um, and I and I get why they're not doing it. They, they're not doing it because they can't do it. Big Ben just isn't able to do certain things anymore, and that's why they're not doing it. But that's that's the problem, right? So you, fire, fire, fire the offensive coordinator. Fire Mike Tomlin. Fire the, it's you know. Been your old line for years. Your old line has never really protected Ben. Ben has been running for his life yeah. for the last eight years. And, and so the. I, I disagree with that. So Ben's first few years, I, I'll say the O line was horrible. But take away last year. Last year they weren't good. But the years before that, you had you know three Pro Bowlers in that line. They they were good. Ben was not getting sacked as as much as he was his his first few years in the pros. The line is a problem. I, don't get me wrong, right? They're not blocking for him well. Uh, they're not run blocking. Uh, I get that part. But a lot of the sacks has to do with Ben holding on to the ball too long. Uh, again, not being able to maneuver in the pocket at all. When I say, you know, you got to be able to like move around. You're, you're not going to have a perfect pocket every time. A lot of the sacks that he's taking now, he wouldn't have taken like four or five years ago. He just can't can't do it. So, yeah, I get the, the O-line is not perfect, but
but I think to me a lot has to go back on like just Ben just that's not you know he just doesn't have it anymore it's a, hey, it's a, hey, can I ask a question to, to Ron because I mean obviously he's a huge Steelers fan what what are the hometown papers saying in Pittsburgh what's what's the Gazette saying up there about this team I'm just curious because I know like I'm the kind of dude like when we were you know when our pages were actually winning games I would go and read like the Colts I mm-hmm. get in star i'd read the pittsburgh something gazette whatever it's called i'd like to read what their local writers were saying and since you got a good feel from them you know some some are just you know homers but some would actually say this is why we lost and this is what we got to fix what are the hometown writers they, saying they, they're calling it as they see it right they see a team on offense that is you know trying to figure it out on the fly i'm talking about the offensive line because they're all brand new they see an aging quarterback who's not playing well at all not just with passing um but not not able to even like get under center and hand the ball off that's what i'm talking about like getting on their center and you know handing the ball off um they they just they see um a young receiving group um and you know, in terms of how they feel, they feel frustrated because it's a repeat of what happened last year. Uh, Big Ben, again, you know, obviously in terms of his health and where he's at, he's not where he needs to be. Um, and then you add to the fact, you know, preseason, you know, whether or not you, you, you know, we all believe in like who should play in the preseason. He didn't get a lot of playing time in the preseason. They held him back. And, and truth be told, the offensive line, we had no idea who was playing where. So it, they didn't never had the opportunity to kind of figure it out in the preseason, which I get. But I think what I think the frustration in Pittsburgh right now is that um, they, uh, for whatever reason, they were supposed to figure out how to run the ball, and they haven't done that yet to take some pressure off Ben. They know Ben is old. The, they they obviously know that he's not playing well. And eventually, if he continues performing the way he is, they're going to have to potentially bench him. You know, and that's, you know, that's not what they want to do. Embarrassing. That's what it is. They also know, though, that, you know, to be honest, like, and I said this before, the the 2022 quarterback for the Steelers is not on that roster. So Mason Rudolph is not the answer. Dwayne Haskins is not the answer. So they're not going to turn their back on Big Ben at this point. They're going to give it another four, five games, see what they can get. And if, if you know, it wouldn't necessarily shock me if he just says, you know what, I can't do this. I'm not playing well. I don't have it. You know, go to go to somebody else. Well, how many years have you guys has the, have, have the Pittsburgh Steelers convinced him to come up? Like, how many times have you heard, oh, Ben's going to retire, Ben's going to retire? Yeah. The dude is a diva, right? But regardless of what he is, <laughs> that doesn't take, to me, um, you know, it's the GM's job to make sure everybody's replacement is on the team. Like, when you leave, whenever you say, okay, that's it, or whether we say we've had enough of you, you got to have... It's your responsible as a GM, your responsibility to have a backup there. And he missed, let's just say it, call it for what it is. He flat out missed, I think, on Mason Rudolph. And Dwayne Haskin is like a no risk, um, high reward type of situation. He's basically, yeah, he took a flyer on. Uh, but, you know, he's probably going to miss on that too. So, you know, they, he needed to take care of this problem 
three, four years ago. And that's why I kind of like, I listen to what you guys say with the whole Mac Jones situation. If I'm Be- Bill, I'm probably doing the same thing because I'd rather be Bill Belichick. I'd rather be the Packers organization, you know, and, and draft a, qu- a second quarterback. I'd rather be San Francisco and have Trey Lance, right? Waiting right. there. Someone that you know they can come in if your quarterback just doesn't have it uh, and have those options. You know, we, we are stranded now without a second second option and we're, you know, we're screwed. Ben either needs to figure it out um, or it's going to be a long season. We're, we're stranded too, though. I mean, if Mac Jones gets hurt, we have Brian Hoyer. Yeah, that, that's and that's why I go back to like, hey, it just didn't make any sense to get rid of Cam. It made no sense to get rid of Cam. We're in trouble. Yeah, like see, saying, I pray every game that nobody hits Mac Jones too hard, like because <laughs> I can't take a season of Brian Hoyer, bro. Yeah. <laughs> see, this is the thing: is I'm I'm actually happy that the Patriots. And the Steelers are not playing this year because that would be a poo-poo game. Yeah, it would. That I would not want to see that game. I would not want to go to that game. I would not even care who wins because they're both bad, bad teams. Well, they're playing bad ball right now, so um, yeah, they're bad teams. I mean, yeah, they're bad teams. I mean, he went out. Uh, Bill Belichick went out and spent money. On tight end, spent money on the defense, spent money here and there, and he doesn't have a good team, or not yet, anyways. He doesn't have a good team. On paper, it looks good. On paper, it looks great. Yeah, they're they're good teams playing bad, and you know, with the Steelers defensively, they're a great team with injuries, not playing well, Um, and too much is being asked of them. You know, when your offense can't score more than like fifteen points, it's. It's too much to ask that defense to every single game to, to win games for them. I mean, the, the Steelers are still last in rushing through three games, and they're going against Green Bay. So what's what 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 do you predict? Right now it's six and a half. Uh, Green Bay's favored by six and a half. So they're giving the Steelers six the points. What, what's your final score? And they have uh, 40, 46 points over and under. Ron, what's the final score? Uh, I wrote down Packers 28, Steelers 17. Ooh, that's way closer than I would say. What What, what do you think, Doc? I say mm, 28 to 7. Wow. I don't, I don't give the Steelers any... Like, Ben can't even do the little arm fake anymore, man. He's going <laughs> Listen, it, it, if he plays as poorly as he did last week Mason Rudolph is probably going to come if, if he doesn't come in there are going to be questions like well why didn't you coach why didn't you you know getting shut out of half, halftime once again why didn't you think about did you think about bringing Mason in at any point Steve <laughs> Steve, what do you think what do you think what do you predict the final score of the Pittsburgh Packers game now you know y'all know I hate that motherfucker uh, Rogers I've been Green Bay. He's a fucking asshole. Well, you know his his. I call him, I call him A A Ron now. A A A A Raj. A A Ron. <laughs> Look, the reason why he, he's a buster, and you saw how much of a bitch he was when he got his ass spanked the first week by James Winston. And granted, you know the whole team, the defense, but he got spanked. He's like, he has that old. You know, he starts getting those big eyes and start bitching about stuff. 
man, fuck Aaron Rodgers. I think it's a three-point game. If anyone, if Ben, I was going to ask a question to Ron. If Ben is not injured, he's still got some, I think he's still got a little bit in the bottle he can pull out for a big game like this. Well, um, that's the thing I is, I think he has, he has weapons. He has a good receiving core. He has good tight ends. He has superstar Najee Harris on the team. So what the hell is wrong with you? You. I wish the Patriots were had this bounty of weapons. And I wish right. we had Mac Jones. That's the crazy thing. <laughs> you know, I wish we had a competent quarterback that can throw. And again, I don't think we need to ask him to do a lot, but you know, we just need him not, you know, not to have turnovers and to make some decent throws every now and then. It it just seems like he's just not able to physically do it anymore. So, what do you think? What do you think? You you think it's a 3-point game, but I, I, I just, I mean, I really, I mean, because you, you know, you can't tell, right? Is there a really get Aaron Rodgers regular season who, you know, put up 35, you can put up 40 on you, whatever, or are we going to get bitch ass Aaron Rodgers complains in the playoffs and the reason why he loses every fucking year in the playoffs? What did he win 10 years ago? I don't even fucking remember. I was like in my 30s when the last time he won a Super Bowl. That's all I know. See, because the thing is, I, I, I like the Steelers secondary. I think their secondary is solid. I mean, you got pro bowlers on that secondary. So I think they can shut down Devontae Adams, but I don't think they can do the same with Aaron Jones. What's the, what's the, uh, what's the, uh, what's the, what's the line? It's six and a half. Six and a half? Yeah. And, and before you say another thing, going back to the secondary, they gave up 24 points to the Bengals. Jamar Chase, like, exposed them, right? Left and right. Listen, um, I'm, I'm trying to be good to your Steelers, but Ron is like, no, they suck. No, no I'm not they, saying. They suck. Listen, TJ Watt looks like he's on track to play. He's going to make a difference. There's some other guys. I think Joe's Hayden's going to play. There's some guys coming back, so they won't be. They won't play as poorly defensively. I just don't know what to expect from from the offense. Well, I think I know what to expect, and I'm disappointed with with what I'm going to see. Um, you know. When but, they, but, when they play. I want to bring up a point, you know, it's like if this, you're talking about Burroughs and Chase, you know, they had that college connection. Reminds me when me and Doc used to play like, you know, tackle football on the snow up in Michigan at our college, at our alma mater. You know what I'm saying? It's like every look. When you, I mean, I, you can't knock Burroughs, kid. I mean, that's the connection he's had since LSU, you know, with that kid. So I can understand they have a different kind of relationship. Um, I just I, I just don't want to say the Steelers game but not this game I don't because you know there's a certain course of words of games in Green Bay or Pinesville it's in Green Bay okay I take it back <laughs> <laughs> I take it all back fuck it I take it all <laughs> if it was a Hinesfield, I think there'd be something that they could do but why I, they're 0-2 there so far Steve what, I mean what, does it make I, a difference I think it does for some big games man sometimes for big games the old time players step up but I was it is I hard yeah I don't think it's go up with it. Green Bay against San Francisco, their defense surprised me. Like, even though they scored, San Francisco scored 28 points and whatever, but, you know, there's a lot of weapons on San Francisco. And, mm -hmm. like, I didn't hear, oh, Debo's name. I didn't mm -hmm. hear, like, some of those players that they have. I didn't hear any of them. So, that's true. I think, I think that's one of the reasons why I say that it's going to be like 28 to 7. <laughs> yeah, I, I I can see it. I can definitely see it. I see. I don't. I don't think that it's gonna be. I don't think Green Bay is gonna put up twenty eight points. I think it's gonna be like twenty one fourteen, and I think it's gonna be close. The first half is gonna be close, 
but eventually Green, uh, Green Bay takes it. So I'm going to go 21 points for Green Bay and like 14 for Pittsburgh. You'd, you'd be very nice. I, I'm being double six and a half, so I, I do see the Green Bay winning this game by more than seven. It's six and a half on Wednesday. I'd say it's going to go <laughs> up. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, who knows? Injury, right? So. Yeah, today the injury report came out. Uh, yeah, so we everyone agrees that Pittsburgh is going to lose this game. It's just a matter of who, what kind of offense is going to show up. Is it going to be the uh, poo-poo offense, or are they going to score points? So, so uh, what do you guys think about the Seattle versus San Francisco game? That's a good game right there. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah, we're, they- we were looking at that earlier. That's the game like you just don't want to – you would never touch. Yeah, where are they playing? In San Fran. Uh, see, it's tough. See, yeah, I, don't, I, mean, I, don't, I don't think Seattle is that good this year. They're not. So they're not. They can run the ball, and San Francisco can't really stop the run. So yeah. So that line know. is San Fran giving three. Right. Yeah. That's just home field right there. I mean. I, the thing is, yeah. it's it, you know Seattle has Russell Wilson, right? And you don't, you never know what he's, you know what he's capable of. He he can just come out at any point and just put up thirty something on you. Now their defense, Seattle's defense is not good; they're terrible, no. um, and that's you know why they're struggling a little bit. It can go either way. I can see San Fran winning it, but I can still see Russell Wilson figuring out a way to make it happen, especially in the fourth quarter. And DK Metcalf is just ridiculous. Like, yeah. I don't think that dude's human at all. Yeah, he's good though. And remember, also, Lockett too. We're getting uh, we're getting Harrisburg uh, Harry back this week on the on the Patriots. So yeah, but that that dude want to be traded. He don't even want to be on this team. Harry. Yeah, man, he might he might pull out something this week, man. Man, do you remember that play he made when he about to score a touchdown? Brady's last year there, he about to score a touchdown, he turns and fumbles it into the end zone. <laughs> I, I hated him since then. He was a rookie, man. Man, come on. You can't. You have literally three yards to go. Catch the ball with the turn. Like, yeah, he like, has stone hands. He definitely has some stone hands. But if you could get this, you know, maybe maybe they give him some diff- some shea butter to put on his hands. <laughs> a little. <laughs> I, uh... I'm actually looking forward to the Arizona Los Angeles game. Oh yeah. Um, oh that's a big game. is good, yo. Arizona AR. is good. I, I'm trying to convince Ron that Kyle Murray is up there for the MVP talk, but he thinks he's like, no. Well, no, no. I, I didn't say no. I said one, it's too early for the MVP it's talk. It's never too early for that's MVP number one. Talk. And and if we are talking about MVP, he wouldn't get it anyways, right? It still be Stafford over him. Probably Brady will be up there. Um, heck, Josh Allen would be up there too. I know Kyler Murray's played well, but the the my problem with the Cardinals is like I've seen this movie before. I feel like they have these games all the time where they go. You know, Kyler Murray looks like the best things you know since sliced bread. And then the next next game they come out and it's like, what the hell? Why why are you struggling against like 
you know, some shitty ass team. You know, it doesn't make any sense to well, me. Well, that so. hasn't happened yet. It hasn't happened yet, but it's, it's due to happen. What happened? You didn't think last week they could have lost to Jacksonville? Yeah, on. that's what I'm saying. It's they, like. They lost to Jacksonville very easily on Sunday. That was mm-hmm. not something. They lost to Jacksonville because Jacksonville fell apart. Correct. So it wasn't like it was he was the savior on that. No, he was not the savior. It was Jacksonville just fell apart. I yeah, mean, I when you have. Uh, what's his name? The Jacksonville coach, Myers. Mm-hmm. Urban Myers. Urban you know, Myers. He, quit, he quits when he starts losing. Yeah. Florida, <laughs> Ohio State. Look, Kyler Murray is beasting this year. I mean, yes, he is. He, the, the guy is balling. The guy's balling. Listen, I'm not saying he's not, not good. I think. Hard. I mean, say it again, Doc. What's the stats on that? What's the stats eight of 102, 100, or 1,005 yards. Yep. How many touchdowns? Seven touchdowns, four interceptions. Yeah. I feel like Stafford throws that every week. Whereas Stafford is only at 942, 66 of 94, nine touchdowns, one interception. I'm not sold on Stafford. I'm not either. I'm I'm more sold on Stafford than I am Kyle. And I think Kyler Murray is good. I think the team will make the playoffs. I think they need to, or that coach gets fired. Wait, but if I he th- had to choose between Murray and Stafford, who would you you would choose? Right well, now, no, right now, yeah, oh, because Curry, of the age of alone, I'm taking Murry. But okay, then. Be, but if I'm talking about prime Stafford, you know, prime they, Murray, I'm still there's uh, such thing as prime Stafford. He hasn't played anything. <laughs> He's played in Detroit, and buried in freaking Detroit, <laughs> it, and he never he made the playoffs once, maybe? and he's thrown no, for no. five thousand yards and how many touchdowns? No, there's no prime and Stafford. Have Are you kidding one of me? The, no. yeah, arguably one of the best receivers ever on his team. But dude, go back and look at the dude's stats. Listen, man, you got to win playoffs games. You got to win playoffs games. Listen, it's Detroit for God's sakes. Why okay. do you think Barry left? You know, why do you think Calvin left? You know, thank God Stafford got they, out there. They retired. Like, they, retire. well, you know, they retired. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't want to even play anybody else. They were like, nah. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I want to be out of here. Exactly. You know, Listen, so. I, I'm, not, I'm not sold on Stafford yet. He needs to win some games, prime time games. I guess the beating the breaks out of the Bucks wasn't enough. That's one. Yeah. That's but, one. But he needs to the Cardinals more. barely squeaking by Jacksonville is enough. Apparently. The Cardinals might win that division if they keep playing like this. <laughs> Give me a break. <laughs> I mean, you don't think they're going to win the division? Mm-hmm. I, I, wait, I think they, they could, but you know, this I'm is going to be the number one challenger right here, L.A. It's a, it's a tough really? division. It's a tough division. It is a very tough division, but it's going to be between L.A. and Arizona. I don't, I don't think Seattle is that good, and I don't. I thought Shanahan was like a offensive genius, but. <laughs> I guess he forgot that you got to play defense too. It goes both <laughs> ways when you're head coach. Yeah, and he lost his D coordinator to the Jets, who yeah. are old, but zero and three. Yeah, so I don't. I'm not sold on San Francisco yet. Oh, I'll never be sold on San Francisco. And and LA, I I can't stand the coach of LA, and I can't stand the coach of San Francisco. They both they're they're like pricks. Like in <laughs> for lack of a better term, that's just how I feel about it. Like just when you see them on the side, they just they, they look, look like, like bricks, it, right? <laughs> right. It's like they they'll curse you out for doing something, and they've never played a, a lick of sports in their life. Man, what's McVay? Five six? 
Right. I mean, he's a short dude. I don't care how bulked up you are, man. Please, doctor, be like this. It's fast game, man. Ball and he came running all across the field like they run the Super Bowl. Yeah, he was being extra. He was yeah. being extra, and I, I hate the commentators were like, "Yo, that's a coach with a lot of spunk." You know what? Yeah. That's just a coach for the cameras. He's just built doing it up for the cameras. And really- <laughs> you know, I also like the Vegas versus LA Chargers on Monday night. That should be that's, a good game. That's a good game, right there. Good that's game. always a good game too. The, the Raiders versus the Chargers is always a classic battle. You know, my, Miami. I think Miami must be like kicking themselves in the ass because they picked Tua over Herbert, and now Herbert is throwing lasers out there. He's a beast. I, I, I'm gonna give you the three quarterbacks with the best arms. Uh, not in any order, right? Josh Allen, Mahomes, and Herbert. Those three right there can make any throw. That you ask him to make those guys are incredible, and Miami like drafting. We've had long conversations about Tua. That dude like was completely overrated. I thought you know even when he played at Alabama, I didn't think he was that good. I saw a lot of like mistakes from him. I thought he was overrated, you know, and that was just to me a stupid pick. You know, I don't. It's a huge miss. It's gonna set them back for a while unless they uh, figure out how to get Deshaun Watson. And um, you know his case goes away and clears up. No, it, yeah. <laughs> that you know that's going to come back to to haunt them. <laughs> that would suck if they got Deshaun Watson. I'll say that much. I would agree. I, I don't want him in my division. Let no. me let me let me ask you guys a question because this is a little bit baffling for me. You got Deshaun Watson who's sitting out for the year. He's not playing. He got legal case, legal cases against him. Then you have Richard Sherman, who has legal cases again, but he's playing. How do how does that make sense? Well, there's a difference in the legal cases for Sherman. Mm-hmm. Like Sherman just had a, a episode of just he just lost his freaking mind. He was drunk. <laughs> he was super drunk. Yep. But I want to see my kids. Deshaun. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see my kids. Oh my god! <laughs> they got him on camera acting no crazy. Yeah, he was acting a fool, but he went to the right place. He went to like the prison camp, like the prison team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's either them or KC, right? Andy Reid is one, one of those teams. He went to the. <laughs> how many how many uh, felons you got on Tampa Bay right now? Why we gotta bring up old shit? Can you can can you imagine practice A B and Sher- Sherman going at it on the field? Right. Well, they, they're, st- they're probably still wearing ankle bracelets. They're like, I don't know how to take this off, man. Me neither. You're asking the wrong guy. If he lives with Tom Brady, then you know that Tom Brady <laughs> for the FBI. Yeah. <laughs> Got all the ankle bracelets in his house. <laughs> so, yeah, I personally think that Deshaun Watson doesn't play again. Ever? Ever? Oh, no. I think it's. I think he misses this year for sure, and I think that if he stays with, with Houston next year, he doesn't play. No, he's not staying with Houston. Yeah, let, let, me, let me say. Let me say one thing that I heard this the last couple of days on the you know with the talking heads. I heard that look, he could play this Sunday. He is not restricted from playing. He's not on the NFL exemption list where he can't play because of your, you're doing their uh, investigation. 
he can play this week, which is why they're saying they're holding off on of trading him because as soon as they trade him, they want like I heard they, they said first off six first round draft picks. Yeah. They're not getting that anything like that, you know? Mm-hmm. But he can play. The diff you know, the difference with Sherman is that his thing is look, Sherman has a stellar reputation. He, this is the one time he got drunk and fucked up. Yeah, he fucked up. Yeah, he mm-hmm. But he's not but he's not gonna go to jail for this. This is right. true. It'll it'll all get played down to misdemeanor, drunken, disorderly, pay a thousand dollar fine, community service hours. So that Sherman has never been a problem player where he's constantly in trouble. He's a Stanford grad for goodness sake. He didn't get in the city. So that aside, if his old ass can still play, he'll probably play in a week or two, you know, for the Bucks. But, uh, man, he was getting killed in San Francisco, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He ain't. He's not going to be the answer for the Bucks, and you know whether he plays or not. Yeah, but at two million dollars—that's a lot of money for somebody who's going to just watch. I was pretty happy about that, though. I'm glad to see the Tampa took took a chance on. Like, well, you ain't need hell. They're desperate, but you know, going back to to the, to Watson, like it, it's tough. Like this whole stuff—it's like so crazy to me. Like with Watson, because you don't know what is going to happen, but. If you think back to like Kareem Hunt, that dude's playing and balling out. But then you think about Ray Rice, that dude never got a chance, right? He got like blackballed. So it's yep. it's impossible to really say exactly what's going to happen. Well, that's him. what I mean. I I think that if if you're going to have rules in the NFL, which apparently they don't follow the rules, I think that if you got legal cases pending, whether it's a misdemeanor, whether it's a felony charge, whatever the case may be. You should not be able to be on the field. See, I don't know how I feel about that because if what if you are innocent, you know? Well, you you still you have a pending case. They haven't determined that yet. So you can't play, is what you're saying? Yes. I think you, I think you should not be able to play. That's just me. There could be a lot of people sitting on the sidelines. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I heard that what. Kansas City has signed Josh Gordon. I mean, right. six. Six teams? Yeah. Six, six suspensions he's had. Oh, wow. He's 30 years old right now. And and Casey still took a chance on him. They put him in the practice squad. They said if he's healthy, he'll get a chance to play. I mean, six I would suspensions. Too. You know, it, it really it just comes down to, like, how much noise is the public going to make, you know, by you signing this person? I think that's what it really probably comes down to because – like you said, Deshaun can play. I don't think I don't think Deshaun wants to play. I don't think he wants to take another snap in Houston at all. Uh, at the same time, though, I I also feel like if he said, "Oh, I want to play," I think the NFL will say, "Well, I'm a throw your ass on the the exempt list for no reason because the, the the you know the investigation is still happening." I think they'll slap him with that exempt list regardless uh, if he decides, oh, "Okay, I'm going to play." There's something definitely being worked out between the team and the NFL. They're they're working hand in hand. But the thing with Josh Gordon is that it's it was a drug. It's always drugs or or uh, yeah, you know. It's not like with Ray Rice. It was violent. I mean they they had on video example. Kareem Hunt video. was violence on video. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, but Ray Rice was a star, like yeah. like superstar. Like Ray Ray Rice was pretty much going to be the face of the NFL. You know, if they won when they won that championship. That was it, man. Like he was the he was the poster child, but yeah. I mean, they, they, and they came through. They came through Foxborough on that way. Yep. 
came to Foxborough on that. I never never forget that loss. That was a tough yeah, loss. that was that hurt. He was he was he had like an eighty two yard run in that game. Uh yeah, that block by Tory uh what was his name? Tory Man, he flew in what game it was the other dude that played with San Francisco. He came flying in on that with the block like Superman. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Oh, I can't think of his name. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a tough loss. That was a tough loss. Was like tough. I said, superstar versus just maybe, you know, Josh Gordon at this point. He's only 30. I had to look it up. He's only 30. But how many people actually honestly remember him and see him play? He hasn't oh, played yeah. a game. Yeah. I think everybody is going to, th- you know, thinking... You know, it's going to be the 21, 22-year-old Josh Gordon. Hey, that's not what you're getting, I, I don't think. I mean, he was one of the players that I was – I don't really get emotional. Not necessarily emotional, but I don't really care if they let players go on the Patriots. But he was one that I was sad to see that it just didn't work out. Because, I mean, he was he was our best receiver we've ever had other than Randy Moss. I mean, Agreed. Hands down. Yeah, this is this is gonna be like, you know, return of the uh, outcasts coming back in the league, and then one of these teams is gonna be oh four and zero. It's either gonna be the Rams or the Cardinals. That's amazing. The Cardinals do have a good defense, though. They got JJ Watt. They got uh, one of the Jones brothers, that Chandler Jones. I don't know if yeah, he's still. Yeah, I miss him he, too. That's another one I miss. He's, he's yeah, I so you know, <laughs> I, I think that this this is gonna be a great game. Even though the coach for Arizona is a maniac. What's his name? Uh, Kingsbury. He's not. He's crazy coach. Crazy. So, so what do you guys think of uh, this is a little different subject but uh, what do you guys think of Jamie Collins and in, in Detroit what happened with him in Detroit he just got cut you know they tried to trade him and the good thing yeah, I heard is that after he, having four sacks right he has an eight million he has an eight million dollar guaranteed contract it's like two and a half million sign up bonus five and a half you know it's a salary for the year and they tried they tried to trade him so Detroit's on the hook for that full eight million dollar nut. So who wouldn't take a chance? Come back to come back to New England. Come back to New England. <laughs> I think it again for the third time. Right. I guarantee he'll be in New England. But why wouldn't it? We can pay him nothing. We can pay him like two million. He'd be happy. I don't understand what happened, why teams do that. Like if a player is performing. You know why? Because there's stuff that we don't see that happens right. in the locker room, like how he is as a person. You know, they, they that dude, you don't know what the hell he was doing. And they're like, we, we can't take this anymore. You know. The coach of Detroit, though, he talks so much shit. Like, he's some NFL. Oh, he's the worst. I mean, if he Dan Campbell couldn't control him, who knows what he's right. doing. That's mm-hmm. exactly what it is. He, he's like, Jamie Collins, like, I have rings. What do you have? You, what'd you, what did you, where'd you play it? Like, <laughs> Middle Tennessee State? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> he always looks thing. tough. Like, he always looks like he's mad. Like, he always bowed up. We're gonna kick him when we we knock him down. We're gonna kick him on the way up. Like, does he have children? Does he have children? Does he look like that with his children? Bitch, win a game. Just win a game. Seriously, 
Right. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I, they play the Bears this weekend, and oh, that's an awesome game. That's gonna be a good game. That's gonna be a good game. I don't, I don't know if it's if uh, the Bears are gonna win that game. It's gonna be six to three. So I get their first win. So Steve, I, I had so we do uh, upset specials every week, right? And mine last week was um was the bears uh pulling out a win oh wow uh, and and i thought you know i thought justin fields would go in and you know i, I thought he would do it and i thought he would make some mistakes but what matt matt Nagy did with fields last week that dude should be fired like he should have been fired like midway through the game you know did you guys hear what his his quarterback rating was for that game you know, he had the sack night. He was like a six. The QBR was like a six. Look it up. He threw for 40 something yards as a team. I think they had like seven <laughs> yards, some crap like that passing. Wow. It was bad. And, right, but, but it wasn't him. It wasn't just him, you know, I being agree. a rookie. It, he was just set up to fail. And that's why, you know, Matt Nagy took all that heat, you know, after the game. And that, that was just insane. Um, couldn't you know believe. what? I'm not mad at Matt Nagy because he was like, you see, guys, I can't start him. He stinks. But, you know, it was a game plan. But, you know, at the same time, he was like, you see, guys, now I can go back to Andy Dalton and, and that's we'll why I think okay. he did. I think that's why he did it on purpose, man. I think he put him out there just to, like, fail um, because. I mean, they don't have anybody. They yeah. have one receiver who's on a freaking, uh, what, franchise tag. So, I mean, they. They don't have anything. But they didn't do any rollouts, any like, nope. you know, RPOs, like nothing that Justin would be comfortable in at all. You you, you did nothing whatsoever. You kept the Andy Dalton offense in there and right. it makes like no they, sense. You know what? I, I think that's gonna be my upset special of the week. I think the Lions get their first win this this week against the Bears. How is that an upset? What's the line on that? Three <laughs> three points. Aren't the Bears one and two? <laughs> man, you can't take that game, man. We, listen, I got. Listen, we said more I, than three points is an upset, not three points. Okay, then who are you picking? <laughs> well, yeah, heck, yeah, this, okay. It's so like some I tough thought, games here this so week. Tough games. You gotta, you gotta be more than a three-point favorite to be an upset. That's ridiculous. Uh, uh, being <laughs> this, this team hasn't had a win this year. What do you? Th- what else do you want? <laughs> I'm giving them the first victory, and you're like, that's not enough. That's not an upset. I mean, no, they should have won last week, but, you know, they, I mean, they, they should have won last week. They should beat Baltimore. Yeah. It was a done deal, and they let that one last play close to the end yard line. Yard. <laughs> and, and I saw it dunk, and I'm like, I know it's going to come out. And that bitch went in. I was like. Yeah. And that, that play should not even <laughs> have happened. That's the, that's the fucked up part. You know. It's just hurt here in Baltimore, boy. I mean, you talk about, first off, they were freaking out from the third quarter till the end. <laughs> and then, I mean, the, the amount of roaring that I heard, it was unbelievable. And I don't live far from the stadium, but. Yeah, I'm going to stick with the no, Lions. No, that, all the that, other that, teams, I don't like. I don't like the matchups. All the other teams. I like I like the, the for my upset I would say Minnesota beating the Cle beating Cleveland. Oh yeah, 
Cleveland's they're, they're suspect. But that they're, 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 they're only giving the Vikings a point. That's not really. Oh really? Yep. They're only giving one point. Wow. Yeah, wow, these these pretty- games are really tough this yeah, week. Yeah, they, they are very tough. I put money on that game. They're only giving them a point. Yep. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, I put money. You know what my upset's gonna be? <laughs> and, and I feel I feel like I'm doing the same mistake I did last week by taking this team, but I'm, I'm going to take the Giants over the Saints. Because believe it or not, you know, this dude has not played that bad. Their their quarterback has not played that bad. Now they've lost. He has a pretty good arm. Yeah. But, you know, the Giants stink. Let's, you know, they, they're not good. Um, I don't want to say they're good, but seven and a half points that seems like a lot to me you know my problem with the giants it's not the team itself it's the coaching yeah i don't like that joe judge guy even though he was a special teams coach he was a, a patriots guy but you know you shouldn't go from special teams to head coach you gotta work your way up right and i don't think he was ready no i don't think he is still <laughs> And and, like and, and 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 you know what? I was like arguing with Ron. Yeah, he's gonna get fired because this is his first season. But I was wrong. This is his second season. His first season was last year, and he didn't win that many games. So. If, he, if he gets fired before Nagy, then something's wrong. <laughs> because that dude should have been fired like two years ago. They, they, there's something that Nagy has on the Bears, man. Like, yeah, because he should have been gone. It's, okay, it's, it's, no. Doc, how about this though? Okay, this one thing about the Bears organization, I think the, the lady, did the lady finally die, the owner? The, no, she's still there. She's mm-hmm. still, she's been alive since fucking like, like 1896. Right. But, but let me tell you about that. It's like the Bears, so they do have some, they do keep their coaches longer than they should. But all during our college years, Doc, who was the, who was the, who was the freaking coach? Fucking Dave Wanstead. Right. And I'm like, how, when is 10 and 6 a great year? And you missed the playoffs. He was nine and seven, ten and six, seven and nine. And I'm sitting there like, he still have a job. And he was rah rah rah. Well, like one ring with an assistant to Dallas. Nobody gave a shit about the Dallas. You know, that's because you're the head coach now. But so I don't think like, they fired coaches back then like they do now. Like, no, that's definitely true. But you know, Black Monday is called Black Monday for a reason, at least right. for the last thirty years. And then they brought in Lovey Smith, who they kept way too long too so didn't Tampa all because he he brought him to a Super Bowl Lovey Smith doing his thing now though in Dallas he is on defense what's he doing what's, what, what is Lovey Smith doing he's the defensive coordinator there and no, they've been that's, no that's Dan Smith so, where, so where's Lovey I've seen him on the sideline you know what because he's sporting a beer now yeah. he's got a thick beer he don't look like Lovey Smith Hey, but he's not. No, it's it's not because Lovey Smith went from the NFL to the University of Illinois. Yeah, lost over there for Houston, Houston Texans defensive coordinator. Oh yeah, he's okay. with the Texans. That's yeah. what but but he's he's he got that team playing some defense. <laughs> he does. He definitely. He got Dungey on his resume. That's why he's around. <laughs> but Dungey ain't around. <laughs> Dungey. But he worked for Dungey though. He worked one with Dungey, so he's, he still gets a little past with it. I think. So being in Tampa Bay, didn't Dungey want that job before Arians? Didn't he want to go back to Tampa? Man, I don't think so. Up. Hell no, he's done. He's been done. He likes preaching and you know being his Sunday night football. And you know, 
It was no, supposed to be, it, see, I don't know if you remember, but there were talk about Gruden getting this job. Again? Yeah. Gruden coming <laughs> back and getting the job again, but that, that didn't happen either. Good thing. They are also paying him. Uh, whatever whatever uh, the Raiders, you know, uh, I can't think what the son's name, you know, uh, the owner of the Raiders now, his dad passed or whatever. He paid him $100 million for 10 years. $100 million is what he was getting from the Las Vegas Raiders. Mm-hmm. And the Bucks ain't going to pay you that. No. Aaron's not making $10 million, don't you? He's definitely not making $10 million. No, he, this is his last year, I think. Aaron. He's old, man. He is like 67. He old like Belichick. I think Belichick's got maybe two, three years left. Belichick and Belichick healthier though. He's healthier than Arians. Like he be out drinking like a couple nights a week when he shouldn't be back and drop the tape and shit. Smoking cigars. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Guys like that don't retire, man. They they wake That's up, true. they eat, sleep, drink football. If they don't have football, they turn into like wife abusers or something <laughs> sitting at home like beating your wife i mean what what, what they don't know what to do they gotta they gotta have football so uh we're nearing the 90 minute mark uh so steven and doc i appreciate you guys coming on talking football we're gonna basically hope that the pages make the playoffs but I don't think that this team has it. Ron, you think that they do have it? You think it's too early in the season? Doc and I, we both agree this team just doesn't have it. Uh, I'm going to lean towards Steve and say that hopefully they'll figure it out, but I don't think so. Are we? Am I, am I summarizing everything correctly? Yep. That sounds about right. Yeah, we're two years off. You think two years? I think I think this year it's a learning curve, and then next year, it's there's no limit. But they're gonna have a tougher schedule. Get Who some knows receivers. what they're gonna get? Some receivers, please. One year where it's, where is the injury year? Before before we get to the promised land, we, we're gonna have. This could be the year that we have like James White going out for the year is huge. That is huge. That is definitely huge. That is huge. Uh, just check the scoreboard real quick. Looks like the Red Sox are beating Baltimore six nothing. Yankees Bottom are losing. I can't believe we lost to the Orioles last night. What kind of cr- you know how much shit I had to take today <laughs> from Orioles? <laughs> like, dude, they're like we have hundred and six losses. Right. Somebody lost. And we beat your best pitcher. That's what somebody told me today. Chris Sale. That's what Ron was saying. Ron was telling Sir last night. He's like, man, don't. He's like, you know, man, come September, like, October, here. forget about Sale. This team, like, I, I've already, like, turned the page on the Red Sox. Like, Ron is already out. I'm out. Count He's me out. He's out on the Red Sox. For what? Get in the playoffs and then what? Get in the yeah, playoffs and get dump trucked wild. by Tampa? I don't want to see wild. that. Yeah. Listen, uh, Steve and I, we went to a Tampa Bay Tampa Bay against Red Sox. And when we were leaving the field, because obviously Tampa Bay won, uh, somebody shouted out at me. I don't know who it was. It was from, like, the stand. They were like, don't forget to visit Disney on your way back home. And I was just like, 
white cat. I remember that dude. Yeah, you remember that? And I was like, dude. I live here. I was like, I live here. I was just like, I live here. I'm not from Boston, but I live here. And I was just like, these people are straight up heckling Boston people. I can't believe Tampa. <laughs> Tampa has owned the trap. The race of owners is 08. You fucking goddamn let those bitches beat us. To, to let them go to the World Series and lose to the Phillies. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they, but they, it used to be Fenway South. And ever since 08, it used to be packed with Red Sox. Before that, Red Sox fans, it was loud. They were doing their Red Sox chants. And then after 08, that shit just... That's because so them jokers are good, man. I'm, they are I, good. I, they are. Yeah, they are. They are good. Their team. fans, but their fans suck, dude. They're they had the last ten games of the season. They were like, "Hey, ten dollar tickets, come mm-hmm. on in." They're trying to give away. I don't think it's the fans. I think it's the stadium, man. That stadium. Hey, is terrible. If you like baseball, you need teams winning. You should go watch the fucking team. It's Florida. Dude. It's you a Florida thing. It, that's exactly right, man. You know what? It, there's too many transplants here. Ain't nobody a freaking. A fan of Tampa, you know they're they're a fan of every other team that goes and plays Tampa. Too many transplants. Well, this you know this is where you're wrong, wrong because I think the Tampa Bay fans are coming out the woodwork. You got somebody missing teeth. You got people that aren't even wearing a Tampa Bay shirt. They they say Tampa Bay Devil Rays. They're from like the 1990s. I don't know. It's like these people that are coming out the woodwork. I'm like, dude, your team hasn't won anything yet. They went to the worst they won. They didn't win it. Yeah, but they can't fill the damn stadium. Well, because that's a monster truck stadium. It's not built for a baseball game. I went to one game there, and it was just like I felt like it was about to start. It was like a leak was about to fall. Yeah, for real. (laughs) (laughs) What kind of shit is that? Get in here, yo. But doc, it's it's so cheap though. Like a lot of Red Sox fans would come down because you could come down, bring four people with you, get a hotel downtown, stay for two nights, eat down here, uh, go to the game, game tickets thirty. They, they charge more when the Red Sox go to town. Sir, you know that. But like, right. sir, the same seats that you were inside at for ninety bucks a pop, right? Plus tax or whatever, right? We were on the third. We were on the third baseline, right behind the Red Sox bullpen. Probably third or third fourth row we had, right? We're close. Those same seats we paid ninety dollars for taxes, them motherfuckers go for like thirty five dollars. Wow! Just to give you an an example, the difference wow. of like Red Sox from the town, Yankees from the town, Cubbies uh, of course. Any of your bigger name teams, they'll sell out that, but they sell out fucking Baltimore or Blue Jays. Right. Or, and they, they still had empty seats when we went. Mm-hmm. They did, and they sure still did. they just I mean, and they had like thirty five, forty thousand people there. And, it was still like it looked half empty. I, I was like, "What the hell is going on right now?" But, yeah, I mean, nobody goes to those games. Like they they give tickets away. They do. Like I, I was in I was in a restaurant and they did a raffle <laughs> in the restaurant. <laughs> Damn. Was, it, but you know, nobody that team has been horrible forever. But, you know, like you said, when the Red Sox come into town, that place yeah. is packed. Like tonight, I'm sure it was pretty packed. Yeah, tonight. Well, they, to, they're they playing Houston away, and they're winning. They're actually winning 6-0. So they have a they have a pretty good team. I don't know if they're going to win it all, but they have a pretty good team. Who, Tampa, Tampa has a really good team. Yeah, right Tampa now. has a really good team. 
there was like ever, yeah, you're right. Ever since Sirk uh, and I went to the game on July 31st, it's a Saturday game. We were still in first place, and ever since then, they have taken over. Since that that series, they have taken over and just added added to their lead. Uh, but I mean, on the second, on the on the same token, the Red Sox are a surprise. Like, like let's remember, that's true. Beginning of the season, we like they didn't think we were going to be. I we said, we I said sixty play. wins. <laughs> but that's what they, I was they see, we we were we were thinking because Vegas gave them eighty one games over and under, and we were like, "There's no way this team wins eighty one games. Right. They don't have bats. They don't have pitching. They don't have." Anything, and then they surprised us. They won games. A surprising season, the whole season. (laughs) That's why I can't be mad at them because they overshot their expectations. So anything that they they can win, even if they make the playoffs, is a is a positive. But for Ron, unless it's the World Series, they're a bust. No, that's not true. It it is a positive how they play, but I don't want to be sucked in. That's what they do, right? They suck you in to say, "Oh, here's some hope," and then they just cr- crush you at the end of the season, <laughs> you know. And and I I don't want that to happen. I see that's that's the type of team that this is. They just get you sucked in because they're right on that borderline, and they get in. And it's gonna just you know they're they're gonna put, not do shit. So I just right. don't want to put all that energy in, into a team that I know has no chance. Listen, it's, it's just like putting energy into a love. You love that person, and then they crush your heart. <laughs> For real. That's how that's how you live. That's how you live life. You gotta go all in. You gotta go put your chips in the card, put your chips on the table, and go all in, like look the Red Sox. Hey, though, next year, when when next year we'll we'll be really good. Next year, we'll have our full roster. We'll have our. Uh, I think our pitching is is gonna be better. We'll have Erod back. Uh, I mean, Sale will have a full year. I mean, I think you know all we need is a is a all we need is a is a um, a leadoff person. We need a fast leadoff, and then we'll be right back to the, where we were. Well, the problem with this team, in my opinion, was that number one, we didn't have a, a good closer. That guy Barnes just fell apart. I don't oh, know man. what happened to him. Somebody stole his wallet, man. And then really? we we didn't have. I think the middle relief pitching was not really great. They just I don't no. know how many pitches it threw into the mix, and none of them worked out. So they got to figure that out. So I mean, we have a stud. We have that one. Uh, what's his name? Whitmore or? Yeah, Gary Whitmore. Yep. He's a beast. He but is he a beast, hurt. but he got hurt. And then Octavino is the, that's it. That's all we have in our bullpen that you can rely on. Yeah, I, 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 I'm telling you, this team was it was supposed to underperform. They didn't, so I, I'm not mad at this team. No, nah, me neither. Yeah. Nope. All right, guys. We get Cedric. All we need to get is Cedric Mullins from the Orioles, and then we'll be good. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna have to look up his stats. 3030 30, man 3030 30 year. year great year All right. I'm gonna leave it right there guys thank you for joining the podcast we're gonna end it right there
Thanks again for listening. Please send your questions and or suggestions to Shut Your Mouth Podcast. That's shutympodcast at gmail.com. You can always reach us via Twitter at Shut Your Mouth Podcast or DM us at the gram at Shut Your Mouth Podcast. Again, S H U T Y M Podcast. Until next time, see ya. Peace.